Okay, I'm introducing uh, Elise Monyard, who's a co-author of the Malaysian Food Barometer, Food, Cultures and Health. And this is a, a new and innovative document um, which is responding to Malaysian society's experience of rapid urbanization and modernization and what the food system should be doing. So, Elise, can you tell us more about what this barometer is? Yes, of course. First, I have to introduce a little bit about the initiatives there. Uh, this Malaysian Food Barometer actually is one of the initiatives of the share of food studies, food cultures with approval and health, um, which is uh, under the frame of uh, the Telos and Toulouse University Center. Uh, so, this is uh, actually a twinning. Uh, organization between uh, this Taylor's University in Malaysia, in Kuala Lumpur, and uh, University of Toulouse uh, in France. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, part of uh, the cooperation between these two universities, which is a very uh, old one. This question of uh, and this uh, initiative of the Malaysian Food Barometer, so it's under this Chair for study, Studies um, led by Jean-Pierre Poulain, Professor Jean-Pierre Poulain. Uh, it's uh, actually uh, coming as uh, one initiative uh, leading uh, some research uh, in the cooperation. And uh, we are actually aiming uh, at uh, uh, providing some data uh, useful at the local but also global level uh, regarding some issues uh, related to uh, public health but also sustainability yeah. uh, regarding all this question of uh, uh, the convergence uh, theory is okay. Tell us a bit more about convergence and what the idea is um, in, in relation to convergence. Um, actually, the main, uh, yes, main, the main trend in, uh, in this uh, convergence theory is to focus on the main trend, uh, which is, as uh, we can uh, understand there, the convergence. At the same time, as an uh, anthropologist or sociologist, we can focus on the diversity and we can focus on uh, what could be the difference um, within this big trend uh, between different uh, countries, let's say, uh, between different uh, social groups, ethnical groups, again. So to understand a little bit more about this diversity and what could be actually the factors involved in, uh, let's say, for example, if we are looking at the question of the very sensitive question of uh, the misconception, what could be the factor which is, uh, which could be actually involved in uh, something like a stabilization of uh, this misconception in one country, let's say, for example. Okay, very good, very good. And, uh, and why, why, why are you doing it? What's the gap that this is trying to, trying to fill? Actually, there's a, there's a lot of uh, survey here. If we are looking now in Malaysia, in the, this uh, uh, local context there in Malaysia, we have uh, there is some survey, a nutritional survey about uh, the eating habits. Uh, and the aim is actually to go uh, further, a more comprehensive approach of uh, these eating habits and to look at uh, uh, the changes uh, which could be associated with this process of modernization uh, and uh, of urbanization as, yes, these two main, two main processes there. And the process of change have happened very quickly, and I understand that dietary uh, surveys have been carried out for now, you know, several decades. Mm. Are you are you able to capitalise or um, gain understanding from the previous dietary surveys, and and now do you know what other things you need to add to these surveys to be more effective? 
Uh, do you mean regarding the nutritional run? Yes. Right. Uh, actually, yes. Uh, the aim is more to, to focus in, um, about uh, this question of representation associated to uh, to yes food uh, basically, At, uh, because uh, even if uh, there is some data providing uh, provided regarding the eating habits, uh, we are not able to associate it with. Um, uh, this question of what could be actually the meaning of eating for people. Uh, so here is coming with this question of comprehension uh, yeah. again. Okay, so understanding the meaning of, of food is very important in a society that's changing very, very rapidly. And and do you get a, do you hope to get some sense of you know what food traditions will be maintained in the face of all of these you know very rapid uh, very rapid uh, changes of uh, mm. um, food availability actually we are not uh, really focusing on uh, yes maintenance or it's not uh, the core subject of uh, sure. uh, the Malaysian food barometer but of course dealing with this uh, idea of change uh, we can think about uh, what remains actually and um, we are um, actually including uh, one part of the, this uh, Malaysian food barometer sorry, uh, is um, focusing on this question of heritage and uh, emblematic dishes here in Malaysia uh, so yes regarding this question of uh, what could be considered as uh, part of the identity national identity and how uh, this national identity is built to, um, through food actually okay. uh, of course uh, the policy makers here in Malaysia are involved in this, uh, okay. in this so subject. the idea of heritage is being extended to to food and is do you think this is quite similar to the way that heritage and food are being reframed or have been reframed in Italy for example mm. are you getting some of your ideas from from other places mm. uh, it's quite early for me to Yes, to, to say if it's really, uh, if we can really compare to, but uh, what could be, yes, we can assume that there's a global process here uh, related to this, um, yes, intangible heritage uh, convention uh, of the UNESCO, and there's a global trend uh, which is actually to apply um, um, for, yes, one specific part of the uh, food or eating habits, uh, and Yes, there's a general trend there. And we can observe that uh, here in Malaysia, um, this question of uh, patrimonialization or heritageization is not uh, supported by all uh, people in the society, of course. And uh, we can see that uh, it's really related with uh, actually um, young generation, uh, urbanized red, uh, people too. So really, um, associated with this process of modernization or metropolization. Okay, well, thank you. And one, just one last question. Um, what do you see the implications are for, for understanding obesity in Malaysia, for example? Oh, the first time is, uh, yes, uh, to uh, basically contribute actually to the, um, to the info, uh, yes, data available uh, here in Malaysia to understand more about uh, what's, uh, it, yes, what it means actually for people uh, and to actually uh, build uh, some uh, policies uh, to fight uh, obesity in, here in Malaysia. Uh, so this is a very practical and it seems to be simple, but then we know that there's a complexity of obesity. So this, this is uh, only uh, part of the problem, of course. Uh, we are trying to understand a little bit more about uh, the implication of the food system, for example, uh, 
within this complexity. And again, it's uh, something like complementary of the nutritional approach. It's not something like concurrent. We are trying actually to make a di dialogue between nutrition and uh, sociology and anthropology there. Okay, thank you, Elise Monia. That's, that's fabulous. Thank you very much. Thank you.